Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hey, Felipe. Glad we finally managed to get on call and have a chat about sports and your systems. But before we dive in, how have you been? Uh, not too bad. So I'm quite busy with life, work, and uh, sports investing, of course. Uh, I had to travel to London quite a bit recently, so uh, but this is now all finished. So finally, have a little bit more time. Um, as previously mentioned, sorry, it was a bit difficult to communicate with me over the email. Over the email, but I'm glad we've managed to schedule some time to the, to make this podcast. Mm. And could you tell us a little bit about your personal background? So I'm currently living in um, Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, I'm working full time and in the meantime I'm just making a little bit of side profit uh, betting <laughs> on sports. So that's that's pretty much me. Um, as you probably noticed it's mainly uh, football and a little bit of MLB recently. Yeah and speaking about football were you always very passionate about a specific sport? I feel like it's rather a rhetorical question as your name on email is football is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, a, that's an email from childhood. Yeah, or... um, I guess that's quite quite straightforward. So yeah, it, it always has been football for me, uh, probably since I can remember. Um, it all started with Ronaldinho in 2005 or four. Um, he basically made me fall in love with, with the sport. Um, but yeah, I, I think like football lost a little bit of magic in the last few years. Uh, I feel like it's all about statistics and um, efficiency. Yeah, speaking about 2004, 2005, that's probably the prime years of the likes of Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, uh, obviously the, the, the Brazilian Ronaldo. Uh, yep, yep. I'm thinking Roberto Carlos and so on, Figo. Figo, yeah, I think it was still Zidane playing because like, he finished in like 2006 after a uh, well-remembered World Cup. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm guessing you're talking about the 2002 World Cup that um, South Korea did a bit too well in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I believe um, I, I believe you're from Poland, so Poland was there as well, weren't they, in the group stages at least. I don't remember if they qualified. I don't well, I... think they did outside of the groups. Jake, I, I have to be brutally honest, uh, Polish football suck uh, <laughs> and suck very badly. So now it's slightly better. So um, in this World Cup, we are at group stage at least now, uh, <laughs> which is which is fantastic. But like 15, 20 years back, we just couldn't make it. We just couldn't make it. That's why I don't watch Polish football at all. It's just it's just awful. <laughs> so although you are a huge fan of football you tend to find value in all sorts of sports how do you compile compile your analysis uh so mainly i bet on football um but as, as i mentioned i've recently started to play a little bit with mlb because i really like the time of the year when these games are played so we have now summer leagues in football and the action is slowing down. So I thought it would be great to have additional sport to play with during the summer. When it comes to football, I really like your soccer body tool. Um, I think it's pretty decent because it helps me to quickly identify which games might be worth attention. 
when it comes to MLB, well, um, be believe or not, I've never seen a single game live uh, or on TV. I just I just don't watch MLB. I've tried recently, but uh, I think it's not for me. So uh, what I what I did, I just went through all the games from last season and tried to find uh, Edge using Zcode tools. Um, after quite a few hours of researching some indicators, I would made something about 50 profit. That's just for last season. So I've decided to create a forum and to basically see how it goes. It's still too early to say, but um, hopefully it's going to be successful. Mm. And are you touching on any other sports, like for example, tennis or uh, any of the other American sports and just trying to figure out whether you can find some edge in there as well? Uh, so I really like tennis. Um, I like to watch the big games, but um, I don't feel like I'm competent enough to try and bet on this this particular sport. Uh, I know we have some some great uh, some great cappers on on Zico that they doing really well uh, with um, with tennis, like the becoming. Uh, by the way, just if you are still around, I think everyone is waiting for uh, for your Roland Garros <laughs> peaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, but I I I don't feel like um, I'm I'm good enough at tennis. Okay, all right. So yeah, football obviously your main main sport. Are you going to bet on the likes of the World Cup as well? That's coming up in Qatar. Uh, that's that's a tricky one. Um, so I might bet a little bit, but I'm finding the World Cup and Euro events pretty tricky. Um, they can go basically any direction at any time. Um, the team I really like is Serbia. Um, I think they might be underestimated by the bookies, so might try to find a little bit value there. But uh, for uh, I'll try to stay away from. World okay. Cup. So do you feel like um, there are specific leagues that you do better in? Like for example, the second leagues or like non not one of the top leagues. I'm talking about Premier League, La Definitely. Liga, and so on. Is that much easier to predict for you? Uh, it's. I think it's easier to find value um, in these leagues. What's the, the like? There's heavy money going on on the major football leagues like La Liga or Premier League or Serie A. And. It's so difficult to to find any value there, in my opinion. Obviously, uh, I think the best I've seen so far was one guy making like about uh, five percent ROI during the season. Uh, I don't know if there is anyone who did better. Uh, if there is anyone, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very mm -hmm. difficult. That's so what, that's what my experience is. Mm -hmm. What what can you tell me about the evolution of football? I feel like the game has evolved over the years. Uh, obviously, we discussed uh, 2004, 2005 era. I, I feel like the game has become much faster thanks to the physique of footballers and also the pitches have become more and more state of art. So uh, I guess, uh, you know, the draining system and when it's raining, the, the football, you know, continues. They don't cancel matches because of weather conditions and things like that. Yeah, I, I, I think this is... Uh, very complex and complicated question. So, um, 
years back, physique in football meant you have to be at least 180 centimeters tall and be able to fight for a ball based on your height and weight. Um, I feel like now it's more about pressing fitness and being able to run more than your opponent. Uh, I think that diet, physio, uh, better understanding of your body needs developed a lot during last, let's say, 10 to 20 years. I think it's impacting more sports and not only football, as sportsmen can do more and be more intensive as the right treatment of their bodies help their efficiency. Mm-hmm. Let's say 15 years ago, it was normal that football players at age of I don't know, 32, 33 were ending their careers. Now we see guys like Zlatan at age of 40 doing pretty well at Milan. Also, um, there is a new coaching trend around major football leagues. I would call it um, German coaching trend. Uh, We see their impact and it looks like everyone is trying to go their direction now it's all about fast intensive and direct football so yeah i think that's the uh, few major points that that impacted the tempo of the game and do you feel like this this has impacted the amount of goals being scored as well uh to be honest i i think so but i don't have any statistics to support it (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was always thinking because with football becoming the way it is, you know how they used to, the goalkeepers used to kick the ball really far, or um, yep. and the, the offensive line was never really very close to the goal, the goalkeeper when they had a goal kick. Yep. Now nowadays the offensive line is almost at the box, <laughs> waiting for the ball to be uh, played, and that always feels a bit weird. It, and it, it only started like the last two or three years, I think. It does, uh, but in the same time, not all teams play this way. So, like, we have teams like Bayern or Liverpool who play the way you, you said, or Barcelona. But in the same time, that forces other teams to go closer to their goal and defend from, like, deeper position, which sort of kills the game because they will just try and defend. So uh, I'm I'm not sure. It feels like there there might be more goals, but probably would have to check it. What were the average ten years ago, and what is the average now for for each league? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So let's move on to the betting aspect. You have uh, recently written a post about soft and sharp bookmakers. Could you summarize what you were saying by it? Uh, well, I think all what I wanted to say is that sometimes it's better not to abuse soft bookmakers uh, looking for easy profit and instead try play longer and harder harder game uh, betting on bigger leagues. Um, I do have experience with arbitrage betting as well as abusing um, weaknesses uh, of soft bookmakers based on smaller leagues. And... Um, I think this ultimately leads to account being restricted very quickly. Um, I just wanted to make sure everyone is aware how it works and it's worth trying to keep your accounts alive as long as possible. Uh, I think that was my my main point. Yeah, that's a very good point because obviously arbitrage, if you do it on the same bookmaker, 
you you basically committing a, a like an account suicide. <laughs> yep. Because... Yep. Happened to me a few <laughs> times. So also, could you please evaluate the difference between specific bookmakers, the one that make the lines and the ones that copy the lines? Uh, so uh, sharp bookmakers are obviously the biggest ones. So they have um, lots of customers betting every day, um, including the sharp bettors. Um, as I mentioned in, in my post, they are market leaders. So if they put spread on the game between Raptors and Suns in NBA for 10 points, then that's it. Whole market will adjust to it. This is because they all they, they take all the heavy bets from big guys. The true probability isn't set by bookmakers. It's set by sharp players. So sharp bookmakers just adjust their markets accordingly. Um, to to the action they see coming from sharp players therefore mm -hmm. for example betting five minutes before the game starts is the most difficult thing all the sharp bettors check the line you are looking at and they decided there is no more value so uh, what, what most likely you see is true probability plus bookmakers choose obviously and by the way, I just post my MLB play plays about five minutes before the game starts but <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, and softies just follow any amendments made and hope they will attract the losing players. They just obviously put a lot of offers, like the sign-up offer, I don't know, bet £10, we will give you your £10 back as a free bet, this kind of stuff. So they, the sharp bookmakers don't do that. This is just, this is just softies. Softies trying to attract weaker players and they usually have worse odds, not always, but usually worse odds than the, the, the sharp bookies. So I think like probably over 90% of bookmakers are soft. There are really, really few of them that, that makes the line. Yeah, and I also noticed the pattern of bookmakers um, visually looking the same. And I feel like it's because of the same uh, company sort of um, mm -hmm. just creating multiple companies and sort of spreading their uh, footprint across the the world uh, uh, yeah there, there are a lot of clones so basically what you see is slightly different design different name and the same odds mm. same offers so there you can actually find if, if you google it you can try and find the clones for for um each bookmaker. There are some bookmakers that don't have any clones. For example, I, th I think uh, Bet365 is quite unique. So what are some of the bookmakers that you would recommend for new members? Uh, now this depends where they are based, but if you are based in Europe, uh, Bet365 is one of my favorite ones. Unfortunately, my account is restricted on that one. I use um, mainly Pinnacle and Betfair Exchange. But um, from soft bookmakers, yeah, that would be definitely Bet365, uh, the ones like um, 22Bet, which is clone of 1XBet, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's the two main ones from so, soft bookmakers. Uh, moving on to the bad apples, what are some of the bookmakers that you would definitely avoid? <laughs> Ah, that's a good question. Um, let me think. Um, I had a 
bad experience with bookie called um let me just quickly find it i stopped using them a few months ago can't remember the name now um it's not netbed um i think we could make a pause here because i just need to refresh my mind yeah no worries <laughs> we can move on but i i can name a few like expats and um the, all the clones i think are pretty much on the same line as soon as you start winning you are limited to like a five dollar bet or your account gets closed down completely so <laughs> yeah um, avoid the expat um well in in the, terms in terms of account being restricted that i think all all soft bookmakers will restrict you at some point so um there are some that some of them um are a little bit more patient let's say so for example bet365 uh it took me a long time before they restricted me but for example you have bet victor i think there are um you can bet with them only in uk i'm not 100 sure but they will restrict you very very quickly just that's that can be a matter of weeks and days sometimes so they're, they're really crappy yeah i could probably add boil sports and coral and bad fred to the list <laughs> bad fred definitely yep that's that's a good shout and uh the infamous stan james that one's probably the worst bookmaker i've ever seen <laughs> never i never bet with them uh I don't think I have an account, so um, might I might create one. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, so moving on to your systems, how do you analyze the matches when you put out bets? So um, it all depends from, from the sport. So for MLB, I'm purely using only Zcode tools. Um, and I think I will, uh, once the season is over and um, the journey is successful because it's too early to say we are still in profit, but we hit, uh, we did have some bad loses um, last week. That was yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, so I'm I'm planning to make a slightly bigger post about what tools do I use for MLB peaks, how do I use them, and what's worth attention. For example, the one of the tools you offer, and I I have to I have to admit, I, I really underestimated this tool and I was like, okay, that's another crappy prediction. I've seen it so much over the, so many of this kind of things over the internet, but it, it really does wonders to me sometimes. It's your score prediction on um, uh, under the VIP, VIP picks. Hmm. So I've noticed that uh, score prediction works pretty well for MLB and also works pretty well for um, NBA. I don't know what about football yet. Um, not sure what about other sports, but I noticed that for basketball and, and baseball, it it works pretty well. <laughs> uh, when it comes to football, um, my favorite tool is definitely soccer body tool. Um, it's it, it it really does it's, it's an amazing amazing piece of tool um i remember cliff saying about 80 percent winning strategy on um over um 0 0.5 goal first half uh, using only soccer body 
at all. I think I have a screenshot of of um, the exact indicators he was using. So if you are guys interested, I can post it. Um, but definitely, um, you should uh, if you could make a forum about it. Uh, you know, people love to read and educate themselves on certain aspects. And even when you well, Zcode is all about sharing ideas. So even when you copy someone else's idea, you're making it better or you, you tinkering. So it's always, you know, beneficial for everyone to to hear people's opinions. We're all thinking out loud and yeah. <laughs> it, it creates a... No, definitely. I completely agree. Um, I've learned a lot since I joined Zcode and yeah, there's some some amazing knowledge being shared. Maybe not every day, but really often. So it's definitely <laughs> worth keeping on top of the wall. So out of sheer curiosity, do you use any other tools outside of the community? So you can freely talk about any other websites that you benefit from as well. So um, there is one that I use. Um, I I wouldn't say I recommend them yet. I just use them because I'm trying to automate some of my trading strategies on Betfair and they have pretty pretty nice database there. Um, but what I like to use there, uh, the, the website is called Predictology. Um, they have, um, they post some of their systems uh, on, um, so basically if, if you go to, to their website, there is a tab called, I think, Daily Digest, and they po post their selections uh, there every day, and they are not profitable. But for example, they hit 70, I think four or 5% on over half goal on the first half. And if you would just play all of this game pre-game, you would lose. But if you would play all of these games live, about seven to eight minutes after the game starts, that would make you a 10% ROI from 700 bets, which is pretty decent. So that's the way I'm using their, their peaks. So I just basically what I do, I, I just go check what are the plays and I see if I can find the value uh, based on their striking um, statistics. Awesome. So in other news, how and when did you, sorry, let me rephrase that. In other <laughs> news, how and when did you join Zcode? So uh, I've joined Zcode, I think it's, it's been over a year now. Um, I found you on, huh, that's a good question, where did I find you? <laughs> I think it was one of one of the betting blogs um, I was researching and um, the first thing that attracted me was your automated systems. So I thought I'm going to give it a try. Uh, and yeah, um, then I've, I've started reading the wall. I didn't really post much. Um, I was more like just looking through the Zcode tools, uh, Zcode forum, the automated systems, which I I have to admit don't follow at the moment, so I can't recommend any, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I think the, the wall is my, my favorite bit of Zcode. It's really this community makes the difference when you bet. And like the the amount of positive energy you get from, from people is, is amazing. Yeah, not to mention the amazing people who <laughs> post their picks as well and then others can benefit from that. I think that's yeah, yep, what you definitely. said plus plus the picks makes yeah. it the best thing. 
around. And as for as far as um, working on any systems, do you have anything in the pipeline? Uh, so basically, what I would like to, to try is more basketball. I'm not sure if um, I'm gonna go NBA direction or more smaller smaller leagues, uh, but um, I've played a little bit with with the statistics and and picks, and it was pretty decent so far. Um, I'm obviously paper trading everything at the moment and um, not posting any games on the wall. But if it, this continues, then I might start uh, sharing my picks on the wall as well for basketball. Awesome. Thank you very much for this uh, podcast. I appreciate the time you were able to dedicate for it. And um, I'd like to wish you best of luck. <laughs> Thanks very much, Jake. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for listening to our Z Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.